welcome to the Golden Roll Podcast. We are just less than a week away from this year's Pokemon Presents. And I'm joined, not by Connor this week, I'm joined by Sam, who has been on the podcast once before. Yep. Once? Yep. Once one before. Um, but we've been together for several years now. That, that's all, just, that, just that one time. Uh, but we're here to kind of break down what we want to see and in all likelihood what we are going to see. As always, you can jump to a topic using the timestamps in the description below, but chances are that is this entire episode just us geeking out on Pokemon Day 2024. But before we jump into that, Sam, how is it being on the podcast once again? And how weird is it me calling you Sam? I was just going to say that. It's really strange. Nobody calls me that, uh, except for Yoshi, who is one of my mods in my live streams. And every time I jump into a stream, he's like, hey, Sam. And I'm like, I oh, knows my name. It's weird. Like, stop <laughs> using weird. it. It's so weird. It's, <laughs> it's uh, like, like, to the point where whenever we are going to record and I'm telling my wife that I'm recording, it's never, I'm recording with Sam. I'm recording with British. Like that, that's yeah. just what is that? Just recording with Breach, which when I say it back now, thinking about it, that's actually kind of weird. Like I'm recording with British, with, with British. It's like if you said that to anyone except Molly, they'd be like, uh, "What? What? <laughs> what? Did, yeah. Didn't know what you're on about." It's weird. So um, it, it, it it is, but let's let's just see if we can get get through this. And we have no idea how many times you're probably going to call me Howie. I'm probably going to call you british but just say which is just confusing because there's ben there's british anyway anyway british ben pokemon british 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 ben yeah british the technically there's british british because i'm british i just am no longer british because i got my citizenship so i'm british american british there you go you're american british just to confuse things even yep further so Onto the big topic this week. Pokemon Day. It is nearly here. I say Pokemon Day. Pokemon Presents. Did I say Pokemon Day? You did. Pokemon Presents. Right. Pokemon you. Presents, which is a completely different thing than Pokemon Day. Do I wish there was a national Pokemon Day that we got off every year to play Pokemon games? Yeah, I I'd vote for that, but unfortunately, oh, sure. you know, I'm not I'm I'm not ruler of the earth yet, so we can't really do that. What? However, not yet. I not said yet. not okay. yet. Not yet. Okay. But Pokemon Presents is nearly here. And I guess I just want to take it like a bit of a, you know, temperature check. Like, how are you feeling towards towards it? I'm excited. excited? Well, wait, I got to clarify. Is it, am I excited for Pokemon Day when you're ruler of the earth or Pokemon Presents? We need to clarify which one. The Pokemon Day thing, you will have to be excited. That will be mandatory by law. Mandatory. Okay, so I'm excited for that definitively, yeah. Right, Uh, okay, right. Yeah, you can (laughs) call off the hit squad. It's okay. It's okay. It's Um, cool. He's good. So, Ben, I am excited. (laughs) I am excited for uh, Pokemon Presents. I'm really excited because I think there's different ways they can go about it. You and I have talked a little bit about this in previous recordings and stuff, but it feels like it's very open in terms of the direction they could go. There is a clear-cut direction, which they could go, which is Unova, obviously continuing the trend of the remakes, but there's Let's Go, there's Legends, there's remakes, there's the potential for Gen 10, I think it's a little too soon, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I've mentioned a couple of times now to a few different people, What you know, you're one of them, that this Pokemon Presents is the one I'm most excited for because it feels so open-ended in terms of what Game Freak and the Pokemon Company can do. 
because there are a couple of factors playing into this one that haven't played into previous ones that have been pretty obvious or at least we've been pretty clued in as to what is coming outside of maybe the occasional Legends Arceus or Pokemon Unite that just comes out of absolutely nowhere. For the most part, it, it's kind of standard what we get in each Pokemon Pokemon Presents. We get, you know, something about the anime, something about Pokemon Master, something about Pokemon Cafe Remix, you know, Unite, all those kind of things, and then usually ends up with a, oh, here's something about the mainline series or the current console. What is different about this time is the factor of... Switch 2 is somewhere on the horizon, uh, either this year or probably very early next year, which is playing a factor. We've also got the fact that, you know, the next mainline Pokemon game is Generation 10. And typically, most companies, when they come up to a 10th version of whatever it might be, they like to put some kind of spin on the marketing or direction of it, either bringing back something from a nostalgia point of view or trying something completely fresh and innovative. But then also, we've got the 30-year anniversary coming up in the next couple of years that will also impact on this. 30 years of Pokemon is absolutely (laughs) ridiculous. Honestly, absolutely ridiculous because, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's it's just... That's how... I'm I'm nearly 35, okay? So this is suddenly dawning on me just how old Pokemon (laughs) is, okay? Thank you. I was basically a baby when it came out. Um, And it's absolutely just crazy that we've got all these things coming together and what is that going to mean for pokemon presents and i guess one of the other things that that i I didn't mention is you know we've spoken about legends arceus and how you know it's you know not it wasn't for everyone you weren't a fan of it from the battling aspect well i was a huge fan of it um but we've had nothing about legends since then so is that a we tried that, it's done, it's dusty, we just wanted to get it off our chest, or is there potential that that is also coming back? We've got the remakes as well, uh, because up until, you know, the last remake, I would have said that each remake was a slam dunk, it was a, just an easy sale, uh, and yet BDSP... Wait, uh, sorry, backtrack a little bit, you would well. have said Go it's on. a slam dunk up until what? Until uh, BDSP? Slam dunk. Sorry. Yeah, so slam dunk is in every remake was perceived really well and then bdsp came out to a lukewarm reception of it's a great remaster but it's not a great remake well so how so though because one thing that i'm gonna bring up later is um sales so if we're talking money and how much it's earned i don't know like i yeah i guess if we're talking specifically like the chibi style which is the elephant in the room right like that's the thing people didn't Mm. love Sales-wise, they competed with all the other games in terms of remakes, so I don't know that I fully agree with that. I I, I get what you're saying with that. I was um, coming from it from a review perspective because, okay. of course, money mo- like all the mainline Pokemon games make dollar over yeah, dollar. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. Yep. Um, but do they really want to go down the line of oh right okay? Do we really want to open ourselves up to? even more criticism especially after you know this the the criticism scarlet and violet received when that launched as well in terms of you know the raids and the and the issues with the graphics and um the frame rate all issues that persist even now 
Um, so I guess this is what I mean by this Pokemon Presents just has that opportunity to for, for the Pokemon Company and Game Freak to come out and just hit us with something that we haven't that we don't expect. So here's and I guess oh go ahead. No, sorry, no, you took a big ahead. pause there, so I jumped in. I'm sorry to cut you off. Uh, I, w- I was going to ask you, if you don't mind, so do you think mm. it's too early for them to promote some type of teaser for Gen 10? I, I don't think it's too early for a teaser. Okay. I think it's too early for a trailer. Yes, agreed. Of any kind of Pokemon footage. I do not expect to see that. I expect if if they are going to do something with Gen 10... Um, which I I don't think we I I don't think we'll get anything for Gen Ten in this Pokemon Presents. I think we'll get something for Gen Ten in the Presents that we will likely have in the latter stage of this year, probably around August or September. But if they're going to do anything, I could see what they they did for when they announced scarlet and violet and it was that kind of they were moving through building and they were zooming in on loads of different artifacts and, and there stuff, was the which... flashlight or whatever and the yes, yeah that was that's it. right that's the kind of trailer i was thinking of in terms of like yeah, promoting okay. it for this yep i i think we could see something like that i still th- i still think it's it's too early and and this is the thing like we get a mainline pokemon game um r- roughly every three years there's been one or two outliers where it doesn't quite do that but for the most part it's every three years scarlet and violet came out at the end of 2022 which is absolutely crazy that wow. that it's been out for you know a, a year and two months four months like that. or yeah 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 year, like year, year and four months at this point is absolutely wow. ridiculous and if we are on track to see generation 10 on that three-year cycle, then in all likelihood we're getting it next November, which you know probably a, a year in year in eight months away. Is that too early to be teasing a new Pokemon game? I don't think it's too early to tease. Well, I think but... it's not too early because of what you said about that trailer with the flashlight that mm-hmm. I now vividly remember. They only showed, if I remember correctly, the um, the starters, because that was the last thing you saw was it showed the starters. I don't remember. I'd have to go back because it's been a long time. I don't think they showed any actual gameplay footage. It was just pictures of the starters. It said um, Pokemon Scarlet, Pokemon Violet coming soon, you know, or, or something like that. Or it had like an I, you know, uh, see more for information or whatever it is. Uh, see more for information. I don't know, whatever um, <laughs> it said. But basically, it was very minimal information. I think there were some mm. things set up in that room. The guy with the flashlight had where it was like, because um, I remember watching it back after we beat the game when you and I played it. Um, there's like a book representing like the Scarlet and Violet books. There's like little hints and teases in there of what was coming now that we know what happened in the game. Um, yeah, I, I could see a, a, a brief glimpse of, you know, coming 2025 and there's like a shot of something. Uh, I have an idea of what I think it'll be. I don't know when in the the video we want to get to kind of our predictions on that stuff but Let, let's let's get into that now then um in terms of yeah let's let's break down what we think we should see now i think before we jump into the because this while normally me and connor talk about the mainline games and then every now and again we we divulge out off what we have to remember is pokemon presents isn't just game freak it is the pokemon company that 
represents this. So therefore we get other things that, you know, myself and Connor don't typically touch. So chances are it's very likely we are getting something around the mobile games. So Pokemon Unite is in all likelihood in there. I don't think they've missed a Pokemon Presents since it... it because they're constantly bringing out new Pokemon, new events. So Pokemon Pokemon Unite is is going to be in there. In all likelihood, Pokemon Go is going to be in there as well, as is Pokemon Masters um, and Pokemon Cafe well, Remix. Hold on, you're missing the most important game, Pokemon Sleep. God. You, Pokemon you don't, Sleep. You don't play that? <laughs> Are, are you not every day waking I, up next to your Snorlax? Come on. I what? still haven't played that. So my my plan actually wow. with that was when I was at my old job, Yeah, I was going to just have Pokemon Sleep on my phone when I was working from home, just on the side. And I never got round to it. There was just, I downloaded it and then I just didn't have the intention to do it. Mainly because I thought I already consume so much Pokemon content and play so much Pokemon content that I thought to myself, you know what, I I need one less app on my phone that is based around Pokemon. So I just never got around to it. In fact, oh, I, I need to double check this. Have I still got Pokemon Sleep on my phone? That's funny. So no, you I did haven't. I, oh, you did download I, I it. I got rid... I okay. downloaded it and then got rid of it. Um, so yeah, so we usually get all those kind of things. Yeah. Pokemon Sleep, could that... You know what? In all likelihood, yeah, Pokemon Sleep could be on there again. I don't think they'll do much with pokemon sleep moving forward though that's um, fair but they'll have like cafe remix as well and they'll have um the cards they'll probably talk maybe talk about yeah. oh, pokemon masters i think you may have mentioned that already pokemon it's masters the standard EX, yeah. that they have those yes. like six to eight groupings i do think that uh well i'll save that for when i talk about what i think is coming um but i, I okay i feel like we will have a I feel like it'll be split in half this upcoming presents. The first half will be okay. all those things you talked about. We will get, I think, 10 to 15 minutes of a of a big trailer for uh, what they're announcing for the game or games, plural, that uh, I think we might get. So, Okay, go, um, let's jump into that then. I, I want to know what you're thinking we're going to get. So this is my prediction, and it's not... I haven't seen leaks for this or anything like that. Um, I think they're going to mirror what they did in 2020, 2021. I think there's a, and I'm not sure about this. I tried actually looking this up earlier. So, and maybe you know the answer to this or not. Do we know if the Pokemon company signed a long contract with Ilka? So not just for one game? I don't know, to be quite honest with you. Nintendo Pokemon Company Game Freak are very good at keeping things under wraps in terms of the inner workings of what goes on they keep quite they keep to themselves and obviously there's a benefit to that in terms of you know there's a reason why so many leaks that you see online don't typically like don't typically match up with what actually happens because the companies are so good at keeping that information internal um but the downside of that unfortunately one of my frustrations with you know game freak and the pokemon company is they're not open and honest with their communications. Yep. So we don't know what kind of contract was signed with Elke. However, they are... I'm pretty sure they're responsible for Pokemon Home. Um, really? I didn't know that. Wow, okay. Yes, uh, yes, developed huh. by Elke. Yeah. So the reason so, I bring... The, well, the reason I bring that up, though, is because I... Because we don't know... 
my guess, if I had to throw something, and I'm just assuming, I have no clue if this is true or not. But if I'm the Pokemon company, and I were, and I, or sorry, if I'm Ilka, I probably go to the Pokemon company and say, "Look, let's if we meet these goals, you give us the opportunity opportunity to do another game." And to be honest, I looked up some of the numbers for the sales, kind of like what I said earlier in the video. Mm. They, uh, so I believe Legends Arceus sold 900, uh, they made $900 in revenue, 900 million, sorry, not $900. not $900, could you imagine? <laughs> we just barely broke even, Dude, are we going to get one so number close. one? <laughs> yep. So it was 900 million for Arceus, and then I believe uh, BDSP was, n- oh no, no, sorry, Arceus I think was 905 million, and uh bdsp was like 900 million so they both hit the 900 million mark if you look at all the games pokemon has made the mainline games specifically those two games sold more copies and made more or sorry made more gross revenue than like majority of the games except for scarlet and violet surprisingly x and y and let's go pikachu did better those are like the three mainline games that did better which which makes me think that ilka is gonna make another game and my prediction mm. is that we are going to get two reveals in this Pokemon Presents. They're going to work on Pokemon Gen 10 in the background because they're going to still, you know, they probably started working on it back with uh, oh, Scarlet yes. and Violet. But I think we're going to get something similar to what we got in 2020 um, where BDSP came out and then two months later we got Arceus. I don't, I'm not saying we're going to get black and white remake the exact same as BDSP and then a Legends Celebi game. I'm not saying that. I just mean that I think they're going to give us two mainline games, whether that's a black and white remake and like Johto Let's Go or maybe it's Arceus Manaphy and like, you know, like Gen 5 Black 2 remake, but in a different style like Sword and Shield. I don't know, but I have a feeling we're getting two games. That's that's my prediction. And Ilk is involved in one of them because why not? Okay. So I've just looked up Elka just because I'm curious because I, I obviously Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. In the back of my mind, I knew they did Pokemon Home. It's not the first time that I've, I've heard that, but yeah, they, huh. they did Pokemon Home. And they also did Pokemon Sleep as well. So, Ooh. which makes me think that this partnership isn't a one and done. Yep. Obviously... You know, if they've done three games, I say three games, they've done one game and two apps, yep. um, for lack of a better word. They've obviously got some kind of skill set that aligns with Pokemon. They've obviously proved that, you know, with BDSP for, you know, while I think it was lackluster as a remake, sure. graphically, technically, it works. And if it had been sold to me as a remaster, I wouldn't be anywhere near as frustrated or upset with what we got for that game but it's the fact that you know i went in with those expectations of every single remake they've done has just taken that the base game of what it was before and just elevated it you know there's a reason why auras is so highly regarded in the pokemon community because it just takes the base game and just elevates literally everything about it yep um now there were rumors and theories circling uh, around Ilka when because they released artwork of BDSP in terms mm. of you know the, these are kind of the things that we wanted to develop and it's still unclear if they were just like something they presented to get in their foot in the door and get the job or whether or not it was a 
this is our concept for BDSP and look at the amazing things that we want to do and you know there there are rumors and thoughts around you know the pokemon company stepped in and said you can't outdo game freak at pokemon like you you just can't come in and, and do that but ilk has obviously proven that they can do pokemon which you know all these rumors about ilk getting the remakes for gen 5 I think there's a foundation that I think there is some some truth there. And what I can see that being is, okay, Ilka, you don't need to do any of the, you know, creativity that Game Freak does because you're just remaking what is already there. You don't need to go off and design new Pokemon. You don't need to design new characters. You just need to take what was there and basically just create a version that is modernized that then frees up Game Freak to do what they are currently doing of any new games that come out in the mainline generations and then any games where they get the opportunity just to kind of try something new, like Legends Arceus and Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Now, I don't think, you know, when you mentioned that X and Y and um, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, why their sales are where they are. Now, I think that they are where they are mainly because they're the first games on the on the new console. So let's oh, go Pikachu and Eevee with the first game on the Switch, yeah. and X and Y with the first games on 3DS. So you know, if you're an Very adopter cool. of that console early, of course you want to get in there early. But also, those games are there for the lifetime of that console. Then, so of course they're going to have that chance of getting higher sales. Um, but, the, you know, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee was a game that, that allowed Game Freak to just experiment. Yeah. Because we haven't had anything like that since. So I'm, a, I'm you know, leaning towards Ilka being that kind of, you take the stuff that we don't need to really think about, it's in safe hands, and that frees up our team to basically, instead of having to do three projects every you know one a year we now only have to do two projects over a three-year period and i think one of the things that backs that up is there was um oh i'm trying to remember who it was there was an article about um and i can't remember if it's someone from i think it was someone from the pokemon company that came out and said no we're, we're aware of some of the workload issues that we have and we're going this. to look at ways that we can manage that and obviously the when that article came out all the headlines were Game Freak slowing down production, like they're slowing down production and they're they're bringing out less games. I didn't read into I, that's not what I read from that. What I read from that is no, we're still going to do one game every year, but we need to find a way to manage that. And maybe the way they manage that is Ilka comes in, does that, and Game Freak can then free up their time for other things. And see, that's why I think this is why I think the new norm is going to be not necessarily the new norm as every year we get two new games, but it's been, I mean, we got Legends came out, what, the start of 2021? That's been three years now. So I could see every couple yeah. years they're like, look, Ilka, do this game like what you just said. Super easy because we have the blueprint. We're going to give you a, a few tweaks and changes to make to yeah. it, but we'll guide you on that. And then we're going to make all the great creative stuff. So we're going to pump out two games that are going to sell really well. Both of them are. We're going to make a ton of money. It's going to give a ton of people like us who are content creators to make uh, more content because there's more games. 
But it also goes back to what you and I have talked about, and I know you and Connor have talked about before, is it gives them a chance for more Pokemon trading cards. It's the toys. Mm -hmm. It's the clothing. It just, there's no reason for them to not include Ilka. And the reason why I think Ilka is going to stick around for a while is not just what you made some great points with home and sleep, which I didn't know those were by Ilka. That's, that's really interesting to know. I think if you're Ilka, why would you pass up continuing doing this? If you're Ilka, you're oh, like, yeah. I'm going to get paid so much money as a business, right? Not whether we're not like, if you look at it from a consumer standpoint, those games had issues and they had opportunities and there were flaws that I remember watching the people that were like, you know, the Patters, United Gamer, the bigger PokeTubers, and they saw the chibi and they went, oh, um, okay. So from a consumer perspective, it's like, this isn't great. But from a business standpoint, I don't think they care. They look at the sales and go, we crushed it with both these games. Ilka, keep going. And Ilka is going to say, okay, let's keep doing it. So yeah. that's why I'm, yeah. I, I could be wrong, but I could see two games coming out. What those two games are, I have no idea, but I'm also it, here for it. I'm I'm down for more yeah, games yeah. if Ilk is so, pitching in. So Yes. I I'm of the mindset that I I could take a new Pokemon game every two every two years. I sure. could. But there is something nice about knowing every single year you get in a, a fresh Pokemon yep. experience. Um and thinking about whether or not we get a remake announced. Uh, for for BDS, uh, sorry, a remake announced for Black and White in this Pokemon Presents. Now, it's strange because BDSP came out in 2021. Yep. And there was a seven year gap between that well, 2020. and the. It came out November 20... 2020. Because You said 2021. I mean, it was like two months off, but yeah. Because it was November no, 2020. I, I, sorry. No, what I'm Arceus... reading here is. 2021 year no arceus was february arceus was the february because arceus got delayed because I thought, originally huh so it was 20 wait so it was it was november 2021 so, when uh bdsp, BDSP? came out why did i think it was 2020 legends, okay sorry i'm wrong way off yeah, yeah no legends arceus was february 2022 and then scarlet and violet was november 2022 so in a space wow. of a, a year we got three pokemon games which is ridiculous like that is too much for me wow. that, that it's That's ridiculous how uh, and the and the only reason legends arcus came out in february rather than november is because it got delayed so their original plan was to release both of those games at the same time which i have never known of a company do that except I read this the other day that apparently um, the Ubisoft did it with one of the Assassin's Creed, uh, well, two really? of the Assassin's Creed games. They released wow. two Assassin's Creed games at the same time. Now, from a from a organization business point of view, that is crazy because what you want to do is spread that out because your consumers yeah. can only buy so much. You know, you've got those diehard fans that will buy both of them, but you know, as a parent, like if my if my daughter comes to me and goes, "I want these two things that have been released today." Well, sorry, you're getting one of you're getting gonna be like seventy dollars too each. So you're gonna yeah, be spending yeah. almost one hundred fifty, well, one hundred fifty pound for you. But yeah, exactly, exactly. So the point I was originally making is that is there was a seven year gap between BDSP and Auras. Okay. Okay. So you know, if you were to look at that, you say, oh, the next the next remake is twenty twenty eight. Okay. However, I think that BDSP was just 
I think BDSP was meant to come out much sooner, and the reason they they put that out to Ilka was because of just overload of how much they were trying to do. Because when you look at Fire Red and Leaf Green, that was 2004. Heart Gold and Silver Soul Silver was 2009. So there's a five-year gap between them. Then Auras was 2014. Again, a five-year gap. That would mean that BDSP was potentially meant to come out in 2019. And the next five-year gap is 2024, which is this year. So there's a potential that actually they do want to kind of stick to that. You get a remake every five years, but BDSP was just the outlier that got pushed back a little bit. So maybe we are getting a black and white remake this year. Now, I personally would like black and white to be a series where they, again, try something new. Because black and white is the only mainline pokemon game that we have had a direct sequel to in black and white 2 i would like to see you know in the, the game freak doing what game freak does every now and again of going oh no you expected this but we're going to give you this instead and it's a it's a spin on what we've already had black and white 3 a a true sequel i would absolutely love to see that okay i could see that I, so, so one thing, okay, so there's a difference between what I'm expecting versus what I would like, right? And this is kind of what we were going to lead into. Mm. So my expectation, again, is going to be two games. They're going to be different. One's going to be a remake. One's going to be unique. One thing I would love to see, and I don't know how they would make this work or, or how it would line up. I would love to get another two region game. And I think we're long overdue for that. And I think that's something that um, it, it, it doesn't break the mold, right? It's not new. Like they did that in Heart Gold, Soul Silver. They did it in Gold, Silver, Crystal. I get that. But like it's long overdue for us to get another two region game. I actually would love if they did. This is what I personally would like. If they do a black and white remake or black to white to remake or black three, any of those three options, I'd love that for the one game. The second mm-hmm. game, I would love a like Unova Kalos crossover because if I understand correctly, Kalos is tied to um, Gen Nine, like the Blueberry Academy. That whole or wait, no, am I thinking so, of Unova? No, so so Unova is based in uh, it's based off New York. Yep. Um, so it's it's based in America, and Generation Nine Scarlet and Violet. We got Kizakami. Yep. Which I'm not 100 percent where Kizakami is, to be quite honest with you. But Blueberry Academy was convi- was confirmed that it is Univer. You actually go to a portion okay. of Univer, so there's already that link between Generation Nine and Black and White. And as we know, Game Freak liked to tease the next game in the current game. So we yep. saw that with Sword and Shield. There was a couple of hints as to what it was. And a lot of those time a lot of the times the hints don't make sense until you know what is coming up. Yep. So there are probably, you know, things that we've seen in Scarlet and Violet that obviously hint at what's coming next, but because we don't know what that thing is, we just think they're they're just background noise, they're just background visuals that you don't notice. And I have seen a few images of people breaking down things they've seen in Scarlet and Violet that that prove that we're getting the black and white remakes. We're going to... Well, sorry. Let me rephrase that. 
things in Scarlet and Violet that show that we're returning to universe. Whether or not that's a remake, a sequel, or a Legends variety, okay. we don't know yet. So, but where I was going then with that, so thank you for correcting me on that. So it's not, yeah, it's not Kalos is related. Yeah, it's Unova. So, but but either way, I think the point still remains that like, I would love a crossover and not just a crossover in terms of like, okay, you have access to Unova and I don't know, we'll say Kalos as an example because they're, you know, Gen 5, Gen 6. Um, not just that, but like, I'd love some like interactions kind of like Pokemon masters did. I think a great job of this, where they have the interactions between a gen yep. two gym leader and an elite four yep. gen four member, right. Or gen four elite four member. That's how that was mm-hmm. worst gen. I could have chose for yeah. that, that <laughs> sense, but, but like, I'd love that crossover or like, you know, or something that maybe that's a gen 10 thing is where they merge the regions but like i personally would love a game where we have access to multiple regions again johto has its flaws and i've i've talked about them before with and and everyone mm-hmm. is well aware of the the flaws but if they could do a a upgraded version of that and maybe we get maybe we get those two regions connected and maybe it's just a remake of Johto. Maybe it's a let's go Johto and it's got better graphics and updated. I, I don't know. I that's what I want. I want a Gen 5 remake with a multiple region. Uh, uh, the other game yeah. would be a multiple I, region. I I think so so there's two two things there, I guess. If it's if it's two regions we haven't been in before, I can see them doing it in the Scarlet and Violet style because you can you can okay. build that however you want it then because it's fresh you like yeah. you, you know you're not really tricky you're gonna try and trick people into it's two regions when actually they're just building one game and it's just split into two regions yep. however if we want to see a true double region thing like kanto and johto i think the way they the way they can realistically do that is with the chibi sprites because those chibi sprites they're kind of you know the trees the people and everything it allows you to hide things because the problem with scarlet and violet is it's 3d you can see everything so it requires a lot more work to build that whereas obviously the chibi style if you zoom out of you know jubilife city everything around jubilife city is it's just dead there's nothing there it's just like blank space whereas if you do that scarlet and violet that kind of style you zoom out you suddenly have to go okay, around these areas, we need to populate this with mountains, with fields, yeah. with Pokemon, with people. And, and and that's one of the reasons I think that Scarlet and Violet looks so bare when you're traveling because they suddenly realized, ah, we've never done this before yep. and we haven't got things to fill in all these locations. Um, that's a good point. Which is, which is honestly why, actually, like, I'm kind of okay. that I've come around on the idea of the remakes having that kind of chibi sprite style is a cheap is a is a cheap and easy way to kind of maximize your time on building things and yeah. putting the player where you want to go rather than having to worry about okay they go after out of this city and it's a 360 degree map okay we've got to fill everything it is they go out of the city and you either go the north path or the east path like you you've only got to bulk out those two areas well, I could, I could, I could see remakes going down that route of no, you get the chi- you get that chibi style animation sprite models, whatever you want to call it. That's what you get moving yeah. forward. I could see that. Um, that makes sense. And I, 
and I would be okay with that. And the you know the ability to go to multiple regions, I I would love to see that again. Um, do do I need it? If I had to if I had to make the choice between double region or people interacting that we haven't seen before, I'd rather take the people in- interacting. Like that's fair. So yeah, po- Pokemon Masters is. I read a comment a long time ago that was basically, oh, no, if you want to see people interact and you want to see the continuation of people's stories from the mainland games, you will never get that in the mainland games. You have to go to Pokemon Masters EX because Pokemon Masters EX is that kind of continuation. It's acknowledged by multiple players in that game that they went on their adventures now they're on this island and they continue their adventures. Like there was an excellent story when I was playing Pokemon Masters that followed um, Gold and Ethan from awesome. Generation 2 and Gold, and they were hunting down Ho-Oh and Gold was convinced he wasn't good enough for Ho-Oh and Ho-Oh chose him as his trainer and, you know, Ethan was constantly bugging him going, oh yeah, well, we're friends and Gold, and Gold eventually gets worn down to the point where at the start of the story he's like, no, we're not friends to the end of the story where he's, he kind of just go, he just sighs and goes, yeah, I guess we're friends. And it's just those, <laughs> those character awesome. developments cool. and moments that I really would love to see in a Pokemon mainline game of bringing in past characters and having them interact with the new characters. Yep. Generation 10, like you said, could be where we see that. Well, and can I and... just throw one other thing in there before I lose my train of thought? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, one Go thing I would say is interacting and having people interact from other regions. You know where we got that? We did actually get it in Gen 5 because there's that tournament where you can battle on stage. There is. And so that's, I mean, if if you're going to have characters come across Tin from foil. different regions, Gen 5, yep, exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah that to me would be really cool. And I'd love to, I, I don't know that we'll ever get it. But again, it, it, if that's, I would love to get that. You're right. I think I'd probably choose the interacting over the two region thing. Um, but it does seem weird that we've never gotten that. Like they did it with Johto the second generation, seven generations ago and never touched it again. And it seems like so, such an odd thing to not go back to. I don't know. Do you know the history? Do you know the history of, of that? So why no. we got that? So I'm sure if Connor was here, he'd be able to explain it much better than I can. So the way I understand it okay. is that Pokemon was only ever supposed to be two games. It was supposed to be the Generation 1, Generation 2. So Generation 2 was the swan song. It was the kind of, oh. wrapping it up, we're going to move on to other things. And the only reason we got the ability to go to Kanto in Johto is because when they were building Generation 2, they could only fit in one region, which was Johto. And then they got somebody in who was very high up. I think he was the director of the original of Pokemon Red, Blue, Red and Green. And he was basically able to figure out a way to get two regions onto one cartridge. Like, basically just compress that data. Wow. Which is one of the reasons why the original Pokemon games are buggy as hell. Because the way they are coded, they just constantly pull information from all these different places. And that's why, if you know what you are doing, you can just hack the hell out of those games. It's ridiculous. As they have been, yeah. Um, and you were able to... And they were able to get that onto one arch. So that's why we ended huh. up with that. And okay. I think... I think that's probably one of the reasons why we haven't seen it since because Pokemon, you know, Game Freak has suddenly realized, oh no, this isn't going anywhere. We don't need to do that kind of this is the this is everything that came before. 
However, that might be what they want to do for Generation 10 because Gen 10... So the way, the way it's looking like is that Generation 10 uh, will come... Uh, I need to remember this. I think Generation 10 comes out in... Sorry is potentially coming out in 2025 if it follows the three-year formula. Sure. Yep. 2026 is the 30-year anniversary. Yep. So there's some people saying that, oh, you know, they it makes sense to push Pokemon Gen 10 back a year because then you can go, it's Generation 10, it's a 30-year anniversary. There's a lot of marketing you can do around yep. that to hype people up. However, I know I've, I've mentioned before when we've discussed it, have if I was them... I think that's the wrong way around it. I think the way you do it is you release Generation 10 in the three-year cycle, and then the 30-year anniversary is the DLC, and you would just have a year of DLC of, you remember Johto? You want to go back to Johto? Get the DLC oh, for Generation have... 10. Yep, I've because heard you say because that. Because then, yep. then, because in the way they do it, and they've kind of done this with Scarlet and Violet, of you don't need to let people go back to the whole of Johto, for example. Because that's just unworkable. They're never going to be able to do that. What you do instead is you go, oh, you can go back to a portion of that. So, oh, you know what? You've completed the main story of Generation 10. Oh, well, we're going to Mount Silver. Do you want to join us in Mount Silver? You want to go to Johto? And you just have Mount Silver. And there are multiple areas in every single region where you could just have the person go to one particular area area like you could have it oh let's go back to kalos but you can only go to lumios city but in lumios city there's just like a festival of pokemon battling and the elite four from multiple regions are there like there is so much that game freak could do with gen 10 and the 30 year anniversary and it's one of the reasons why i'm really excited actually for you know upcoming pokemon presents because again it's that air of it feels like anything could happen it, it does, and I just want to throw out there, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because, uh, first of all, I love your idea. I think it's a great idea with the DLC. Do you remember the trailer that came out? Or, or it was part of Pokemon Presents, and it was like, uh, it was gold walking up the steps of Mount Silver. And you were like, tease. and the hype was unreal. <laughs> Could you imagine if they followed your formula and every Pokemon Presents, we got a trailer like that, but instead of a teaser, it's actually a real trailer for DLC. So, like, you know, Pokemon Presents in 2026, it's the, um, I don't know, it's the moment you release the X and Y uh, Legends, and it's you walking mm-hmm. into a room, and it's, you know, the lights turn on, and you see Arceus, or not Arceus, sorry, uh, Xerneas in its, like, container and Team Flare. Mm-hmm. Like, the tra- the Pokemon Presents would go crazy, because... The, oh, it yeah. also wouldn't have to be a new uh, order. It wouldn't have to go Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh. Oh, no, it wouldn't. You could just be like, we're going to throw a DLC of Gen 6 or Gen 4 and then Gen 1, like Finding Mewtwo and Cerulean Cave. Let's go do that together. Like, there is so much stuff you could do with that. There's, yeah, it's it's insane. I Wow. I wasn't laughing at you. I was la- I was laughing no, at that no, trailer. No, 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 Because that I mean, hype was so disappointing. It forever laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. so... In terms of other things, then, that we think we could potentially be getting. Now, the last couple of presents and Nintendo um, Nintendo Directs, they've started to bring out old Pokemon games to um, Nintendo Switch Online. So we've had the trading card game, we've had Pokemon Stadium. Uh, there's another one we've had that I can't think off the top of my head. I swear we've had Snap or something. 
Might have been Pip. I swear we've we've had more. I, we've had more. Um, I just can't find information on on the other ones, but I know that there has been more. Um, do you think there's a possibility that if they are thinking of okay, how can we slow down? Sorry, not slow down production of Pokemon games, but kind of give us that breathing room. Do you think there's a possibility that this year there is no new Pokemon games? However, what they do is bring old Pokemon games to Nintendo Switch online. That that I I don't think that slows down anything. And and so the reason I immediately am shaking my head is because I personally feel like and there's no you know data to support this or anything like that. But I, my personal opinion is that like. As time goes on, I think there is a higher demand for games to come out. And I think part of that push has been, and I think I may have mentioned this on the last, the last time I was on this podcast, is that I think as time goes on, like due to us YouTubers, right? People that are playing the games and constantly looking for that next thing to play, that next, that the content to make around Pokemon, there is that push. And it may not be like, maybe they're not hearing it directly, but I think indirectly the Pokemon company probably hears the demand for it and they see money signs and they go, okay, well, there's a high demand. It's popular. People want everything now. And and you talked about it earlier. There's that like five year gap between the remakes. I wonder if BDSP, um, you're right. It could have been meant to come out sooner. I wonder if, they um, shortened that gap or they're going to shorten the gap with the black and white remakes because they're like, we don't have time to waste. Like we've got, we want to make money. We're not going to sit around for as long as we used to. It's in higher demand. And I feel like because of social media and that push from YouTubers and, and other people as well, I, I, I would be very shocked if we get no game this year. I, I really would. Mm. I don't think, I don't, and again, this is just my personal opinion. I don't think that them putting the games on the Switch, like, how would you feel? Would that would that scratch your itch of a fresh Pokemon content if they go, "Hey, uh, Ben, we're gonna give you red, blue, and yellow on the Switch. Enjoy." Is, is, okay, I believe so, that being like, "Wow, that was really disappointing." So no, and the reason I say that is because when they came out on the 3DS, I didn't buy them. Okay. Sorry, no. I bought. I bought. I bought red. I think, and then barely played it, um, and didn't touch gold and silver. However, on the flip side of that, we know that those those putting those games on the on the Switch console would make them money. I mean, me and Connor would talked it? in a recent. Yeah, well, me and With Connor emulators? spoke about it. I'm not so, buying it. Well, but well, you're not. But I can guarantee you, there'll be people that that will because while we know like us being content creators and doing pokemon content we know the ins and outs of emulating games we know the ins and outs of randomizing those games but you know we're just a small proportion like there's a lot of people out there that won't know or won't want to do that and will just want a case of okay so if I emulate a game, there's no way for me to legally get that Pokemon into Pokemon Home to transfer it to future ones. But if there's a legitimate way for me to get Pokemon Red and transfer a Pokemon from Pokemon Red, the original game, you know, there's a, there's a, a proportion of people that will do that. And okay. let, let's, you know, and there have been two, sorry, since Pokemon, since Pokemon started doing Pokemon, um, there's only been a handful of years where they haven't released any kind of brand new game, whether or not that's a re- remake, a sequel, 
uh, a brand new mainline generation game. And one of the years was just when they just needed a break. They just took a break. And I think it was somewhere on the DS generation. Um, and the other two times are when they've released um, the DLC. Now, the Ooh, DLC, okay. the, the things about... So those years where they haven't released mainline, ga- mainline games, they've released Sword and Shield's DLC and Scarlet and Violet's DLC. That requires a smaller team, less workload. And it, again, allows them to go back... In, going back to what the... Whoever it was, the CEO of, of Pokemon Company, whoever it was, I can't remember, about, okay, we've heard the fans, we want to figure out how we can maintain the current rate of games coming out without compromising on the quality of them. This is a way that they do that because it's a way to go, okay, it frees up development time because all we need to do is figure out how we push these live to the Switch. There's very little, you know, work that needs doing outside of maybe a bit of figuring out how they can potentially hook that up with with Pokemon Home. And it's a way to just make money with, with very little, like, like, work going into it. So... I actually think I I pull. Uh, do I still have it? Um, I do. Okay, so when they put red, green, blue, and yellow on the DS, the 3DS, mm-hmm. um, it made a whopping total of 19 million. Now that sounds like a lot, but when you consider that most of their games for gross revenue make 600 to 900 million. 19 million is a significant drop off. I just pulled back it up is. the numbers here. So you're right. It would still make money. 19 million is good because, especially when you consider that's 19 million when they just put copy and paste the game, put it on the Switch, and say, boom. They didn't have to design anything. So that, that that's easy. Well, I'm making it sound easy. I don't know how that really works, but I'm a, you don't have to it's build the game from scratch. It's creating a new game. Correct. Yes. Here's my yeah. thing, though, is that. Um, so the pattern makes sense with the DLC, and that's I didn't know that there was a consistent pattern with that. That's good to know. Um, I just again like I I think there is such a high demand for Pokemon to keep pushing things out, and I think between technology yeah. changing, YouTube, and just the push for more content, I I would be I would honestly be shocked if there was no new game, and they're like, hey guys, you got DLC last year, which by the way. Yeah. Um, Kitakami, I mean, it took me maybe like four hours to beat, uh, and then Blueberry Less Academy, for me, yeah. it was like maybe four, like, I mean, we're talking, you know, you just made the argument there of like, they didn't have to use as many resources to develop the DLC because it's just DLC, right? Well, isn't that already kind of their break last year, right? Is the DLC that we got, that's kind yeah. of the break. That's why I'm expecting games now is okay, well, you pumped out Scarlet and Violet at the end of 2022. You had all 2023 off, basically. DLC probably didn't cost you much, and your resources, you probably didn't have to use much. Now you can show us what you've been working on. Even if it's just a glimpse, and it's just, here's the cover mm. art, and here's the starters, you're, get excited, right? They don't even have yeah. to give us much. Um, just something, I think. I, there has to be a new game. There's no way it quenches the thirst of Pokemon fans. You're right. The randomizers, the YouTubers, the Nuzlockers like us, that is a smaller group compared to the Shiny Hunters, the Pokedex completionists, all of them. But would that really even scratch that itch for them to be like, wow, red, blue, and yellow, these really outdated games are back on the Mm. Switch that Mm. are probably a third, it takes a third of the time to beat them like the other games that are out now. That's it. I'm good for a year. Yep, lock me in. I just, 
I don't buy it. I I don't see it. I that's why I think well, they're bringing out two games. They've got Ilka on board. They they have mm-hmm. more support for these games. I'm telling you, we're getting two. So so you think? Sorry, just so I'm clear, and the yep. the audience are clear. You think we're getting two this year? Yes. Uh, no, sorry. Do, no, 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 sorry. Wait, let me rephrase okay. that. It's going to be like the yep. Legends Arceus BDSP. So technically, okay. in over the next 12 months, we're getting two games, yes. But one okay. will be the end of this year. One will be early next year. I don't know which okay. order, if we're getting Legends, Let's Go, whatever. But there will be two games. I think they... Okay. I, I'd be really interested to know, going back to what I said earlier, are they under contract with Ilka? And if so, how? Because if they've done Sleep and Home, they're clearly still under contract, but for how many games, right? Like, did Ilka say, sorry, I'm only doing this if you let me do the next four games? Not apps, four games. Potentially. Because if I'm yeah. Ilka, I'm not saying, oh, I'll just do BDSP and then I'll walk away. It's fine. I, I don't need to make more money. No, you're going to sign a contract and say, let me do the next two. Let me do the next three, four, however many it is. I think well, we're getting there's two a games. company, though. As a company, though, as well, you know that it's not like you're going into that going, Game Freak, what have you got for us? You know there yes. are remakes down the pipeline. You know that you've at least got the DS games of Di- Diamond and Pearl and Black and White. Then you've yep. got the 3DS games of X and Y and um, Sun and Moon. Like that's, that's four games that ideally you would want a stab at. And if you can you know, prove with BDSP that you can you can do it and you know what like thinking about this a little bit more and the frustrations with the with bdsp and it not bringing a load of the quality of life's improvements that you know previous remakes had done for the longest time i've thought oh that that's that's on game freak that is game freak shutting down ilka and going no 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 stay in your stay in your lane you can't you you can't outdo game freak you can't make this game like an, an amazing modern triple a game for all we know, that could have been Ilka. That yep. could have been Ilka just going, no, no, let's just play it safe. Let's deliver what they, they, they want. Or, what you know, let's just deliver a game that meets all the criteria just to prove that we can, we can do it and it's in safe hands. Because thinking about it, Ilka could have gone the complete opposite route of, we've got Pokemon, let's just do all these amazing things. And yep. then it just bombs because the fans go, oh, no, this isn't, what what we wanted and you know we've seen that multiple times with game freak of there are things that they create and you know some i'm sure their developers love it but how many fans actually like you know the contest or the dressing up games or any of that you know we give game freak a little bit of um you know we let game freak off the hook quite a bit for a you know, a company that is responsible for one of the biggest gaming franchises in the world, would we give that same level of respect and, you know, lack of criticism to Ilke? We probably wouldn't. So that speaks to me of maybe Ilke thought, no, let's just let's just toe the line and play this safe. Just to just to secure an opportunity in the future to maybe do another remake and maybe step out just a little bit more and not just deliver a remaster but more of your typical pokemon remake experience so i'm actually going to go a slightly different direction i agree with you that i think that it probably was ilka i disagree that it was ilka's decision 
to be able to go in that direction. I think if I'm the Pokemon company, I have a 100% creative control because that is my property mm. and I don't yeah. want Ilka to come in and go, hey, we made this game. We made it the way we wanted to. Um, by the way, it's got to go out in like a week and it's got to go to the public. So you can't redo it and whatever we've done yeah, yeah. is our choice. I think Pokemon said, do this. Do not change it. And this is just my opinion. I'm just guessing, speculating, right? There's no guaranteed evidence on this. But if I'm Pokemon, I don't know that I trust Ilka yet because that's their first mainline game they're working on. Now, maybe for Black and White, it's different. Maybe they get more creative opportunities and creative control. But for that first game, there is no way if I'm the Pokemon company, I'm going, yeah, just, <laughs> just do what you want. Figure it out. Make it really cool. No, they probably went... Do this, 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 and do not stray. And that's why yeah. I think we got what we got. I think also the reason we got Chibi is because, if I remember correctly, I think when I watched the trailer, or maybe there was some, like, uh, someone from the Pokemon com company commented on it saying we were trying to stick to, we wanted to give you that style because it was reminiscent of how Diamond and Pearl looked. So part of it also could have been Nintendo saying, uh... look... We're trying to please the fans a little bit by giving you old school and cheapies new. We've never done it before. Let's try it. Didn't work, but they tried something different. So I think it's a combination of Nintendo's control or Pokemon Company's control over Ilka. They tried to stick to the faithfulness of how it looked, but while also trying something new with Chibi. And I think we're going to see that again with Black and White remakes. Yeah. 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 I, I, I think we will as well. Let's okay, because we're coming up to the hour mark. Let's let's try to come to you know a a let's let's try and come together and figure out then what we think we are going to see on okay on next Thursday. I think it is. Uh, I I think no, it's next Tuesday. Isn't it? Oh, next it comes Tuesday. out next Tuesday. Yeah, the, I was oh, going to okay, ask you about better. this. Okay, so this podcast is going to come out after. The, the no, so this presents. one comes out this Friday, so oh, it comes out okay. uh, four like, days before be present. So that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, okay. So I think we're both in agreement that we are getting something along Pokemon Masters EX because it's just easy for them to pump out content for that. Pick a character, Pokemon throw Cafe, a Pokemon with it, a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah and you sync pair uh, Cafe Remix because they always do Cafe Remix. And Pokemon Unite. We they they are seems to be because I've looked back at the last couple. They're the standard things uh, that come out. Sorry, and Pokemon Go. So we're yes. getting something for yep. Pokemon Go. They're the key things that we are getting. Okay, there's been a few times over the last couple of uh, presents that we get the um, trailer for something from the anime or some kind of animation style. So you know, recently we've had Paldean Wins. We've had. Um, uh, Path to the Peak, which was yes, the trading card was game. So good, yeah. Do you think we're going to get some kind of anime announcement? Um, I thought some we kind had of... one recently, though. Didn't they? Did didn't they post Concierge? something on their? Is that what it is? Didn't they post something? I swear, I saw something online that they tweeted about. Get ready for or or wait, maybe that is Paldean wins. I don't know. I thought they already talked about a new anime thing, so I don't know that we're going to get something else in this this pokemon presents we could so maybe i think i think we will just because that seems to be what we've had we've had that for the last two we've had paths of the peak we've had pokemon concierge uh the the year before that we got legends arceus web series 
the time before that they missed and you love before, your patterns you are you are on I, point with yeah <laughs> this I'd happened like to, exactly I'd like to 320 see days ago and this <laughs> <laughs> the numbers what do they mean they, what the, do numbers the numbers don't mean? lie <laughs> so i i think we are getting something like that now uh, chances are we're also getting something about um the pokemon world championships that is something that they've had in the past three presents yes um so that seems to be something that they like to do now again a way to kind of go oh look at these things we want you to go along and maybe compete and it's just an extra opportunity to usually sell some of the extra merchandise that they have as well and I think they wrap it up with a, with a game announcement. Or games. Now, or games. <laughs> so, I... Mm, I... Mm, no, sorry. <laughs> I think... Sorry. I think there's one more thing we get before before games. I think they announce um, there are some raids coming to Scarlet and Violet. I know Scarlet and Violet is like Ooh. end of life now. We've had the DLC. We've had the epilogue, which I really enjoyed the epilogue. Um, it was just a nice way to just tie it all up. Um, but I I think we, we'll be getting some raids, like the usual thing of this is available for this time between these two, and it's a special just wrap-up of Scarlet and Violet. Um, maybe, maybe you know, I... mythicals or legendaries, I don't know. I, I was going to actually mention that. It's funny you brought that up. I completely forgot until you just said that. So there are rumors, I believe in one of the books, it's or, or maybe in both of the books, there is a... Um, giant like bear or gorilla that's walking away. You can't see its face. You can only see its backside. It's walking on all fours. Okay. And there's rumors that there is potentially, we're potentially not done with Scarlet and Violet. There's one more mythical to come out. So if we don't get two games, I could see that being like the big announcement is like, hey, there's a, another DLC. Um, And and then maybe a game. So there is. So technically, I'd be right about two games. Uh, not really, but I, I'd be technically. You know, we get two new things that are part of mainline games. So, you know, kind of right there. But um, I'd be, I'd be interested in more Scarlet and Violet. I, I like the mm. game. So yeah. But you think there's I, just gonna be one game then, or? Mm. Yes, and the only reason I think that is because typically we get two Pokemon presents a year. Uh, typically, there's one in uh, August, so there's one in February, one in August. So I could see b- being, oh, okay, this is the game that you are getting in November, and then the August one is, oh, here's the final trailer for the one that you're getting in three months' time. Oh, by the way, here's a trailer for the one that's coming after that, just to just to keep you, you know, biting for the next piece of content. Because that's okay. ultimately what these Pokemon... Pokemon presents are, excuse me, is it's just a way to kind of go, okay, we have players playing all these different games, and there is some overlap, but how do we get them to keep coming back to those games to keep playing them and consuming them and spending money? So do you think they won't do another... So you're saying they won't do another uh, BDSP Legends Arceus kind of style of announcement of, hey, here's one game. The trailer finishes and you're like, oh, that was it. That was great. Oh, no, wait, there's a second trailer. You're getting another. You really don't think with the whole Ilka thing that they're not going to try and pump two more out? So they did that in... I've got this up here. February 26th. 2021 where they did you're right announce both bdsp and then straight after that it was um legends arceus um 
That was three years ago. And if we're talking Easy. about cycles of every uh, three years, pattern. every three yep. years, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe we do get a reveal of, okay, Game Freak's been working on something to do with Univer, and Ilk has been working on the the remake. Well, and we're getting them part this of, year. Well, part of the reason why, Ben, um, I think that... Part of the reason why I think we could get two games and we could get another Legends game, even though it's only been a couple of years since we got those two that combination before, is and maybe I'm thinking too simplistically with this, but like they already have the blueprint for Legends Arceus now. Like I think the hardest part with that was building it and putting it together. Now I'm not saying you can just copy and paste it, but you at least have the the guidelines to go back and say, all right, we can do yeah. this. We can tweak a few things to improve on some aspects of it, add more Pokemon models in, and and you get Legend Celebi. I mean, it, it, again, it wouldn't be... I, I'm, I'm making this sound way too simple, but my point is, is they have the blueprint, and I think they wouldn't need as long as they did on the first game to build this one. Obviously, towers, you know, buildings, Pokemarts, all that stuff would have to be different, especially if you're not doing it in, like... You know, they were trying to do that in, like, the old days of Pokemon. I'm assuming if they did Legends Celebi, it wouldn't just be a complete ripoff. They'd have to do something where it's maybe a bit more modern than what we got before. Unless mm-hmm. you're just literally copying a paste in the game, which I hope they don't do. So, uh, that's why I'm thinking they can to- do two games. Same with Let's Go Pikachu. They have the blueprint. They've done that style. Yeah. They could bring that back if- with ease to an extent, so... Potentially, oh. potentially. I mean, it's one thing that we've not discussed, actually, is Let's Go, because I have seen several rumours now going, oh, we're getting Let's Go Whooper and something. <laughs> I'm like, no and one, Meryl. No one, yeah, like, <laughs> no one's, no yeah. one's, like, the, the only way I could see them branding that is Togepi and Pichu, mainly because they're both baby Pokemon, they're both three-form evolutions, um, Pichu is obviously plays into Pikachu because you know it's the preform. Togepi is the first egg that you get in that game, and Togepi is is a well known Pokemon. It was in the anime as well for the longest time. Misty Hardest, um, like that is that is a potential. However, like I I don't think I just don't see. And we, what we have to remember is we have to think about that in all likelihoods the Switch Two isn't. They're not going to announce in Pokemon Presents, oh, we've got this game coming out later on this year on the Switch 2, okay? That's not game... That but The Pokemon company, while it works closely with Nintendo, it isn't Nintendo, okay? They are not going to steal Nintendo's thunder of a release date. So they've got to play this very sensibly. So I actually think that... You know what? You know what I think? Okay, I've decided. I think we're getting a trailer... Or a sneak peek for a Pokemon game coming out this year on the Nintendo Switch. And then in our August Pokemon Presents, we will be having the first Pokemon game of the Switch successor being announced. So, to add to that though, so you talked about earlier with, uh, I think it was X and Y and Let's Go. Those were the first games on each of their con- mm-hmm. respective consoles. That's why they sold so well and they did so well. So what you're saying then is that in August, we are getting a trailer of Gen 10 because you can't make the first Switch 2 game 
Let's Go Johto, and then the second one I... be Gen 10. It has to be Gen 10 is the first game on the Switch 2. That sells so mm, well. So well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's And this is the thing. Like, Nintendo... Nintendo is, is a strange one where... When you think of Nintendo, typically you don't think of Pokemon. You think of Mario. You think of Zelda. You think of those those yep. console sellers. And, and it's yeah. yeah, and it's strange to me that Pokemon isn't seen as a console seller. And I think part of the reason why is like Game Freak and Nintendo, obviously through Pokemon Company, work closely together. But I think there's a bit of a like. Yeah, yeah, we we let them put their games on our console because they sell well, but we're not completely on board with how they do things. Mm. But it makes money. However, it's it's a very weird situation. However, you know, Nintendo probably could go, oh, okay, while we don't normally see Pokemon as a console seller, Generation 10 big big you know big number like that actually could be seen as a console seller you know this is the, this is yep. you know gen gen x like that kind of thing that powerful marketing that makes you go okay that's absolutely fantastic um and as we've seen from scarlet and violet like they they know how to market their games like when i saw all the billboards and stuff for Scarlet and Violet. I didn't see any of that for Sword and Shield, but Scarlet and Violet, they went hard on the marketing. Um, and I remember seeing the big billboards of, you know, the character looking out over Paldea, and it was like, you know, um, the, the, the the tagline or something was like, Ex- explore a, a brand new Pokemon world or something like that. Like, they could do that with Generation 10, and it, and it potentially would be a console, Sally. And- so... Yeah, and to your point with the promotional part of it, right, think about it, think about, so 2026... 2026- I believe if I have the dates right, so that's Gen 10, 30-year anniversary, and the first game on Switch 2. If they go with Gen 10 being on the Switch 2, right, as their first Pokemon game on there. And that's why I'm saying, if you're saying in August that they announce the first game on the Switch 2, it would have to be Gen 10, because that would, like, I we're picking and poking at little things here, but, like, the first game on the Switch 2 being Let's Go Meryl, and then following that up gen 10 just sounds 10. so weird it just doesn't so sound the, right the reason they did let's go for the switch is it was an opportunity for them to figure out how the console works with their um game engine so that's why they chose that because it was it was an easy way to build a game because they didn't have to think much about the region or the pokemon because or the or most of the characters because they were already pre-existing it was it was an easier uh task for them because they just went okay we know kanto we know the pokemon we know how it works we just need to figure out how we get it onto this new game engine wasn't it also because of Pokemon Go being so hyped up and popular it at the was, time which is yes. why i think I, that's why i don't think if I had to pick a game that's not going to show up next week, it's going to be a Let's Go game. I think that probably yeah. doesn't come back because I feel like the Pokemon Go series is kind of the hype has died. Like it, it shows up in in the presents, right? But like, how many people? I mean, compared I, to when it came out po- to now, so, not even close. Pokemon Go still makes a shed load of money. It's constantly really? in like top top ten sellers in uh, wow. app stores now. Again. They don't. They, Nancy don't tell you how much they earn. Okay, they they are very close-fisted about 
how much money they actually make. However, just from being in the Pokemon community, I know that their events and tickets that they sell, like people people are buying them. You know, there are there are three tickets tickets available at the moment in pokemon go there are each four nine four pound 99 that unlock various things one of which is just a shiny shaman at the end of you know several tasks that you have to do now oh. I, I did the shiny mew i did the shiny mew and it cost me 499 and the reason i did that is because i'd wanted a shiny mew since i was a little boy and i never had one legitimately now i have one sure. the shaman one i'm not that fussed about but I know there are people that, that will constantly be taking part in all these different things, buying the raid passes, trying to farm out the best Pokemon with the best stats and the shiny Pokemon. Like, Pokemon Go makes a lot of money. However, I think that the Let's Go connection, I think it worked for po- for Pikachu and Eevee. I think that came out at the right time. Yep. Because, because of the Pokemon hype. Go was... Because of the hype. I don't think... I, I think there's a reason we've not seen another Let's Go game, and it's because Game Freak acknowledged that there's not a lot of appetite for it, and if people had to choose between... Because it let, if if Let's Go is in contention, is the decision at Game Freak of, oh, we've got all these games, Let's Go's one of them, for you know Gen 2, that has to push something else out? Are you telling me that Let's Go pushes out a remake, a brand new Pokemon game or a Legends game. It it doesn't. It's at the bottom of that pile, surely. Um, and if we go back to, you know, Game Freak wanting to maintain the release schedule without compromising on quality, I'm sorry, like, Let's Go just doesn't slot in there, the, unfortunately. The only thing I could think of as to why they would do it, and I'll be honest with you, I did not realize Pokemon Go was still doing so well financially i mean financially doesn't necessarily mean that there's a big popularity there could be a large group of people or or a small group of people that are spending way too much money on it so you know we'd have to look at the numbers for that but i've got i've got the numbers bear with me a second i got the numbers so take take these with a grain so i've literally just searched online and it's the first hit that that's come up okay so it says bear with me a second so 2023 it made five hundred and sixty-six million dollars. Wow. Twenty twenty-two, six hundred and fifty-two million. Twenty twenty-one, eight hundred and seventy-five million. Twenty twenty, which is the year that the world went to pot, it made nine hundred and eight million. Of course it did, because no one could go out. People had disposable yep. income and they introduced raid passes that you could do remotely. Like th- like like, wow, Game Freak, like, sorry, Ni- well. Niantic still makes a shed load of money, but I don't think that audience transitions well to Let's Go. But, and that's why we're not going to see another Let's Go game. Well, potentially, but, but that would be my counter-argument and my devil's advocate play on that, is that seeing as how well they're doing, obviously there's a dip from 2020 to now, and it's a slow dip, mm-hmm. but it's it, you are seeing the, the drop-off, is... Do they look at that and say, we want to bring the hype back to Pokemon Go? There is no pandemic now. People might be more inclined to play the game a bit more if we bring out Let's Go. I guess the counter-argument to that counter-argument, though, is that is Meryl and Wooper as exciting as Pikachu and Eevee? Pikachu and Eevee, even if you barely know Pokemon, you know Pikachu. And there's a good chance you know Eevee because Eevee's adorable. It's got the evolutions. You've seen it somewhere as a plushie, like right behind Ben. Um, So, 
you know, but who knows Merrill and Wooper? Are they as desirable in terms of getting the games? Do they sell? I I can see both sides of it, but you're right. I think out of all the options they have, that is at the bottom. That could be a game I could see Ilka taking over, where they give it to them and say, you know what, we're going to pump out a second game. We think it'll do fine. It'll push for Pokemon Go, which apparently is still doing well. I had no idea. Um, And that promotes Pokemon Go and maybe increases sales in that uh, game. So maybe Ilka does that. And that's the only way I see them keeping a Let's Go game. Yes. It's been like four years. Has it been five years now? four years or something like that since let's go yeah since the first uh, let's go, yeah. wasn't Pokemon that 28 no about 19? that it was uh hold on initial release date uh yeah uh, 16th of november 2018 wow so it's been six years yeah no not six years been five five and, and a half couple years. months yeah wow <laughs> crazy yeah at, at, at this point i think let's go is um yeah, I think if we are going to see it, it will be an Ilka-driven game rather than a rather than a Game Freak game. I think Game Freak have kind of made their stand and point with Legends of no, no, we 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 because for quite a while, you know, people have been saying, "Oh, Game Freak, they're just not they haven't got the creativity anymore." Legends Arceus was them going, "Oh no, we've got the creativity. You might not like everything about this game." But it's it's almost a proof of concept of we are creative. We can create new games in the Pokemon universe that aren't just a here are the eight gyms and the Elite Four. We can do something a little bit different. And I I I struggle to see them now going back to yeah. oh, okay, now let's do the same old that we've always done for another ten years. Like I, I think that we are going to see more opportunities for them to develop other Pokemon games and other games that aren't Pokemon. They announced that they were working on, uh, I think it was Project Bloom um, about a year ago. Um, And we've heard nothing else about that. And Game Freak do actually pump out, every now and again, games that aren't Pokemon games. Very rare, but but they just don't sell well. Because, of course, you know, Pokemon, Pokemon is their bread and butter that's what they know that's what sells well but ju- just to jump back though to the main topic that we got completely sidetracked from uh what game yes. then are we agreeing on that we think is going to be promoted in the presents do we think because you were leaning towards <sighs> red blue and yellow on the switch but so so, w- so i i don't think that's going to happen i i wanted to just bring it up as a discussion point to be quite honest with you. i think that I, I, and the reason why is i think that you are right like we got the dlc last year i don't see them doing a, two back-to-back years of there's no brand new game um so i don't think that's going to happen i i actually think now thinking about it that this year we get an we get an ilka game just an ilka game just an Ilka game. What game? Announced for um for November. I oh, I I think it has to be the black and white remake. Okay, yeah. Now the question That's is, do they for. stick Chibi style or do they yes. go Sword and Shield? Yep. Or, oh, do you think they? Go, I think go they. Back to I chibi? think they okay. stick chi- I think they stick Chibi style. Um, I think that is the workaround of 
well, how do we pump out as much content as we can without compromise on quality? You go for the chibi styles because it allows you to hide a lot of the background area and noise. Um, and it allows you to reuse assets without it being seen as cheap. Like, you know, all those trees in a row, BDSP, no one bats an eyelid. Reuse the same tree in Sword and Shield or Scarlet and Violet, everyone just loses their mind. Um, get away with it with chibi style. So that's what I think we're, we're getting. We're getting black and white remake in a chibi sprite. We're getting the, some more raids just to tide us over. We're getting some kind of announcement of an animation style um, thing. And then we get all the usual stuff of uh, Championships, Pokemon Go, Unite, Master ZX, Cafe Remix. I, I am just so excited for whatever trailer it is, whether it's for Black and White, Black White 2, Black 3, a Legends Arceus game. I'm just so excited for the moment where the trailer's going on, everyone's like, oh, and it goes to like, you know, t- uh, Black and White came out in what, 2000. 2000- 10? Uh, I've got that. Bear no. with me a second. I had Wasn't... it somewhere. Uh, Black and White came out in 2010. Yes. Okay, 2010. Right. So I was right with the first one. So they did it for BDSP where they went through the years and it stopped on 2008 or something like that. And then everyone was yeah. like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for everyone to freak out about the date or something about Black and White. And they flipped to Chibi. <laughs> because i don't i don't hate it enough to not want to play the game like i will definitely get it i'll play it i'll I'll let's play it all that stuff but like i'm just excited for those reactions when it is chibi and if it's not and ilka designs it and they come up with something different that'll be pretty cool too either way it's a benefit the the chibi sprites i (laughs) hated on reveal and then when we actually sat down and played our cage lock run through of it I actually grew to love the art Same. style of that game, and let's be honest with you: the Pokemon starters is chibi, chibi style. Yep. It's it's been chibi style up until, um, I mean, even even the X and Y and Auras, like they were chibi style to some degree, to a degree, it yeah. Only, it's only when we finally hit the, it's only with Scarlet and Violet really that they've kind of gone. Okay, let's give people more realistic proportions. Sword and Sh- even Sword oh, and Shield didn't yeah. have completely realistic proportions. They they've slowly over each generation gone. Yeah, just add an extra inch to each person um, <laughs> to eventually <laughs> get to us. Okay, kind of looks yeah. kind of looks normal. Because <laughs> um, X and Y had that awkward thing where in the overworld they were slightly smaller, and then every now and again it would cut to a cutscene, and it's like all of a sudden you're like, oh, the professor's like. A full-grown adult, <laughs> but in the overworld, he's like a chibi. Right? He's dead. Head is dead way weird. too big for the um, body. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. But so yeah, I I think that is what we're potentially getting. Of course, I cannot wait to be let down by Pokemon Presents as normally I am. Uh, <laughs> we hype ourselves up. Maybe you'll get sure. excited and they'll surprise you with two games, and maybe we get another Legends game. I am all for another Legends game because I'm going to tell you right yes. now. Some of my favorite music to listen to while live streaming or just not streaming, just hanging out, just doing stuff at home. I mm. love Legends Arceus's music. That soundtrack, I love. Oh, it's the, fantastic! It, it's it's not like rock or anything. It's all softer music it's and relaxing, so relaxing, but it's so chill. I I hope we get yeah. more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I think that's the show. For this week, if you've gotten this far, you're just a top dollar, aren't you? Of course, before you go, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. And if you're watching on YouTube, then please leave a like as it really helps out our 
channel of course if you've got a comment or question you can reach us by leaving a comment on our podcast on youtube by emailing goldenrodpod at gmail.com by leaving gifts on our discord channel or by using the hashtag goldenrodpod on twitter of course if you don't know who sam is if you haven't seen any of our content from the last four five years something like that crazy it's mad to think about then follow the link in the description because it will take you to british eagles channel uh, Sam's you. channel uh, oh. on YouTube, uh, where you do a variety of Let's Plays and a lot of Radical Red live stream. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> go check me out. Hit that like button on all the videos. You know, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Yeah, Radical Red. Uh, lots of different JRPGs. For the first time, I do a lot of blind JRPGs. So if you're into that kind of stuff and want to watch me fail and uh, get lost constantly, uh, subscribe. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, Sam, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast once again, and hopefully we'll get you back on, you know, again in, in, in the near future. Once a year is what we're doing at the moment, so let's pattern. try and get twice a year, shall we? <laughs> it's the a pattern. pattern. Another pattern. It's another what pattern. The, what the numbers mean? No, thanks for having me, man. No, this is fun. I enjoy uh, being on the podcast anytime I need to jump in or, or help out or anything. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So, uh, you know, I'll look, I'll count the days from the last one to this one, and I'll figure out when I need to be on the next one, because there's a pattern to all of all of these things. Point in really your it's the Point numbers. Your yeah. It's the numbers. It is absolutely the numbers. With all that being said, we'll be back next Friday for another week of Pokemon Podcast. See ya!